It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the moment last. Well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavist, licensed nutritionist and certified nutrition specialist. This show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company providing life-changing nutrition education and counseling. You know, every Saturday, I always like to share a life-changing nutritional story. But before I do that today, I'd like to introduce my co-host, Brenna Thompson. Brenna is a licensed and registered dietitian who sees clients in our Maple Grove and our North Oaks location. You know, you also teach lots of classes to community groups. I sure do. And to business groups. Yes. In fact, last week. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Two weeks were, ago. Well, time goes fast. I you know. know. And you were in California teaching. I was. I was in Anaheim, California, right next to Disney. And I was teaching, well, I taught three of our just one-hour corporate classes to a, it's called APCO. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of the National Organization of First Responders, or those 911 very important people. Callers, yes. I mean, we need those people. We sure do. And, and we need those people to be healthy. Yeah. And it was interesting as I was talking with some of them and we were going through um, our class on wellness and just staying healthy. And a lot of them said that that is a problem for them because they work. A lot of them are shift workers. Mm-hmm. And as they are sitting at their desks answering phone calls, they like to snack on not so healthy foods. Right. I'm sure they do because... Yeah. You know, they're under a high-stress situation. Either they're probably bored mm-hmm. or very high-stress. Very high-stress was the common theme. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And if it wasn't them specifically, I had a lot of family members in the classes as well. And so they could really identify with a lot of the information, as too. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know, so before we move into our topic today, I'd like to recap some of the main points that we had on we had Dr. Lustig. He was he's the author of Fat Chance, The Bitter Truth About Sugar. He was on last week on Dishing Up Nutrition. And that was a great show. And he he was a great guest. And I, I felt that he shared some really, really valuable information. And you know, we just need to listen to that. We do. I've listened to it twice already. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Dr. Lustig is certainly a wealth of information and we appreciate that he's not only a researcher, but that he actually works with he, people. He does. He works with, and he works yeah. mainly with obese and overweight kids. And of course, their parents, and he sees them on a daily basis. It's kind of interesting. He knows firsthand what works, but he also knows what doesn't work. Yeah. And, you know, he also understands what is causing this health crisis for millions of people. Millions and millions of people are having health problems these days. Yes. And what he says is it's sugar, not fat, right. is ca- the cause of obesity and poor health throughout the country. It really is. The real villain in the obesity epidemic is sugar. It's not fat, as people used to think. In fact, when we cut out good fats in our diet, we start eating more and more sugar. I think that's an interesting point, Brenna, because I think... Maybe just say that one one more time. When, I don't think that people get this. When we cut the fat out, so when we choose things such as low-fat salad dressing. 
Or And then the sugar is added. Sugar's added. We got to make it taste good somehow. How about low-fat yogurt? Oh, more sugar. Yes. More sugar, more fillers. And it's hard to believe that less fat in our food, the more fat on our bodies. Oh, that's a that's a good statement. That is a good statement. I like that. <laughs> Not only is sugar toxic to our bodies, but it is also addictive. Very addictive. So Dr. Lustig says, as a nation, we need to start weaning ourselves off of sugar. Going back to that low-fat yogurt mm-hmm. with sugar in it. Which I used to eat. So what could would be a good substitute? How about some full-fat yogurt? Plain. Plain, full-fat yogurt. And it tastes great. It does. It can take a little getting used to, but you just, you make that switch and you add your own fruit. Yes. Maybe you drizzle on a little honey or maple syrup, but you're controlling the amount. Exactly. So it's, it's interesting. He was saying, we don't need to cut calories. We just need to cut the sugar or reduce the sugar at least. Exactly. Because it's the sugar that can lead to heart disease, not healthy fats such as olive oil or butter. I think that that's a new thought for most people. It is the sugar that you're eating that is leading to heart disease. It is. Not the butter. Not the butter. So here's another one. This is an interesting thing. It's sugar that leads to pain and inflammation in your body and joints. It's not the good fats such as coconut oil or walnuts. Right. It's the sugar that creates pain and inflammation. Well, and that healthy fat is going to help lubricate those joints. Exactly. Versus the sugar is just creating inflammation. And Dr. Lustig even shared some research that connects Alzheimer's disease and dementia to sugar. But not healthy fats such as heavy cream or avocados. Yes, interesting. And again, that's another one of those conditions, diseases that is an epidemic proportions these days. It sure is. And I've actually heard Alzheimer's cause diabetes type 3. Oh, okay. What does that mean? What that means is that it's the cells in our brain are becoming insulin resistant. Which comes from sugar. sugar. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, if you missed last week's show and want to catch a great show, go to weightandwellness.com and click on past shows. I really recommend that you listen to it. You know, and like you said, Brenda, you've listened to it twice already. I had to. There was so much information. I know. So I really hope that Dr. Lustig will agree to be on Dishing Up a Nutrition again in the near future because you know, we didn't even touch on sugar connection to diabetes, insulin resistance, and how it slows down your metabolism. There's so many topics that he has to share. Right. And I think his perspective on dealing with kids and parents. Mm -hmm. Because he mentioned that, yes, he's treating children, but he really has two patients. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he is an author, but he also works with people in the real life, that makes him... Very credible. Yes. Right. Now, Dar, it's time to get on with our topic today. Okay. All right. (laughs) Body signs of a mineral deficiency. Okay. I think most of our listeners know that a body sign of low magnesium might be leg or foot cramps. Well, I believe that we have taught people when they are having muscle cramps of any kind, they are deficient in magnesium, and we would typically recommend that they take magnesium glycinate. So, Rana, let me share a client story. Well, please do. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I had a client I had not seen in three or four years. She made an appointment and came in because she was having such bad leg cramps that in the middle of the night, she just she couldn't even stay in bed. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and she would get up, and sometimes it took her an hour in the middle of the night to walk out her cramps. That is a bad cramp. Then she said, well, I'm taking 400 milligrams of magnesium glycinate, you know, and I thought to myself, well, that then it's not a magnesium deficiency. Well, then what was it? Was she dehydrated? Because certainly being dehydrated is another cause for muscle cramps. Oh, no, that wasn't the reason. She was drinking a lot of water. Then I asked her, are you taking Nutri-Key magnesium glycinate? And she said, oh, no. I picked up a different brand at my local co-op. And I went, ding, ding, ding in my brain. (laughs) And my brain said, well, because I know that that company labels their product magnesium glycinate, the one that she picked up. But it isn't truly magnesium glycinate because it does not get absorbed. No, it really doesn't. And you get what you pay for. Well, and I'm not even sure that it is any any less expensive than the one that we have. Right. It's just... People think they're getting a better deal for well, some reason. they're there and they think it's okay. Yes. It's one less trip. And it's the same name. Right. It's, it says it's magnesium glycinate. Yeah. But we know that it just doesn't work quite the same. And your client is not the first one to have been fooled by this brand or other brands. And they find that their magnesium, these other magnesiums just don't work as well. So we don't, we know magnesium glycinate works. All we can say is magnesium glycinate from Nutri-Key works. And this, our magnesium really does help reduce muscle cramps and those chocolate cravings. So after taking Nutri-Key Magnesium Glycinate, my client, for mm-hmm. four nights, guess what happened? No more leg cramps? No more leg cramps. Not only did she not have cramps, but she was probably sleeping better. Probably, yes. <laughs> so, you know, Nutri-Key Magnesium simply works like magic for many, many conditions. Not only does it help with those muscle cramps, but let's talk about some chocolate cravings. It will get rid of chocolate cravings. Yes. Now, another thing that magnesium glycinate helps, it helps you balance your heart rhythm. That's kind of interesting, it doesn't it? That is interesting. And we'll talk more about that when we come back from okay. break. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. We are so happy to announce that we have another online class available called Foods to Build Happy Focused Kids. Just go to Weight and Wellness and click on the online classes and then click on Foods to Build Happy Focused Kids. If you'd rather take the class in person, on September 11th, we are offering Foods to Build Happy Focused Kids at our North Oaks location. So just call 651-699-3438 or sign up online at weightandwellness.com. If you've got questions about minerals, give us a call here in studio at 651-641-1071. I can't stop with one. Are you a person that can't stop with one, one cookie, one brownie, one bowl of cereal? Does out-of-control eating leave you bloated and frustrated, feeling unworthy and embarrassed? You may say to yourself, why can't I control my food when my relationships are fine, my job is great, and I'm not worrying about money? How could I get my eating and weight under control when I continue to overeat? Nutritional Weight and Wellness understands that compulsive eating is not a character defect or an emotional problem. It is a chemical imbalance that can be corrected. If you need help getting your eating under control, schedule a private consultation with a caring, knowledgeable nutritionist. You may be surprised that when you follow a plan that balances your biochemistry, you no longer eat compulsively. 
Call Nutritional Weight and Wellness today at 651-699-3438 or go to weightandwellness.com to schedule an appointment at an office convenient for you or arrange a phone consultation. Learn how nutrition can be your solution for compulsive eating. That's weightandwellness.com. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. A question for you. Yes. Has your summer been just a little over the top? Maybe you've eaten your way through the fair. (laughs) You've gone to the family reunions and had several of your aunt's brownies. Or cookies. You stopped for ice cream several times. And you sipped wine with friends on your favorite patio. Or the boat. And suddenly, you're not happy when you glance in the mirror. Okay, so it happens, and you know you want to feel better. Yeah. So I suggest signing up for Nutrition for Weight Loss series starting the week of September 10th. And we have three of them going. It's in St. Paul or Wyzetta or North Oaks. You know, here's a comment from a class member who took the series that just ended. She said, my leg cramps are gone. My food cravings have disappeared. I feel great. Great class. Keep changing the world. So, you know, if you need to sign up, call 651-699-3438, or you can sign up online at weightandwellness.com. What I love about that class is not only do people lose weight, but they just feel better. They get healthy. They get healthy. That's right. So we were talking about minerals. We were. And we were talking about magnesium. Our favorite one. Yes. And you had mentioned, I believe, how magnesium helps rebalance your heart rhythm. And we do see a fair number of clients that are experiencing AFib or a faster racing heart. And what magnesium does is it helps balance out that heart rhythm. And often people no longer have to take medications to do that. Or maybe a lot less. A lot less, certainly. Because remember, your heart is just a large muscle and muscles need lots of magnesium. So as nutritionists, we play detective often when we're working with clients. So kind of uncovering the source of your health problems. And today I thought it would be fun to help you uncover the source of your cravings. All right. That okay. sounds interesting. Now, we do have a caller. Should we go ahead and Okay, we can call take a caller quick. Good morning, Miss Danielle. You have a question for us? Yes, I was calling um, my almost one-year-old was just uh, diagnosed with allergies. And what's going on is she tested positive to be allergic to milk, eggs, and peanuts. Uh And so I'm just trying to wonder, um, figure out how to incorporate a lot of good fats into her diet and still kind of have it be uh, age-appropriate for her. Well, I think avocados. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And I think I would use some canned coconut milk. And you can, you know, you can add it to, like, if you cook a little bit of sweet potato, you can add butter and canned coconut milk to it, and and that would be a great, it it makes it taste great, and it's really high in nutrients for her. So usually people that are dairy sensitive can can eat uh, butter, because that is basically the butter fat. It has no uh, glucose, it has no lactose and no uh, casein in it. Or very little. So you're safe with butter for most people. Okay. You might try mashing the avocado up with some banana or putting it in a blender with maybe some mango. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. 
So, and then, you know. what about a good milk alternative for her size, maybe soy milk? No, you don't want to do. Go ahead, Brenna. Uh, no, definitely no soy milk. And really, you could just get the canned coconut milk and just water that down a little bit for her, and she'd probably be fine. Okay, yep. perfect. Thank you so much. Okay, you're welcome. Thanks for the question. So now let's go back to minerals. Okay, so we are going to kind of play a little bit of a game today. Yep. And we're going to uncover the source of your cravings. So lesson up. Yeah, and we invite you to into our science lab here for your craving source investigation, the CSI of cravings. And we use a body signs inventory to determine what mineral you are deficient in and what craving it might be causing. So we're going to have a list of these body signs and you might want to write them down or really be thinking in your head, yes, that sounds like me. And be your own cravings investigator. So the first body sign, and you might be saying this to yourself, I crave chocolate. The more, the better. Mm. So what one is that? And I think we... We kind of touched on it a little bit, uh but it's magnesium. Many people who are low in magnesium crave chocolate. So, you know, my client that had the leg cramps. Sure. She also craved chocolate. And actually, she often ate a chocolate bar for breakfast. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that That is not a balanced way to get your day started. Well, that's a, that's a strong craving. That is a very strong but craving. But she was also very low in magnesium. Right. And the solution to those chocolate cravings is very simple. Take 400 to 600 milligrams of Nutri-Key magnesium glycinate, and you will still like chocolate, but you won't need it. You won't crave it. You'll just say, oh... Maybe a little chocolate, maybe Piece not. Piece or two. Yeah. That's it. That's, That's all, all I need. Yeah. So I have another question mm-hmm. from the body signs inventory. Here's one that I bet we haven't talked about. After a meal, I need sugar or a sweet treat. You might be the person who absolutely has to have just a little something sweet, a little dessert after the meal. And maybe it's even just having a small hard candy, but you just have to have it. So... What do you think is missing? What mineral is missing? This is an interesting one. It so sure is. thinking about all you people that have to have desserts. What one's missing? Hmm. It's okay. All right. I'm tell what you. is it? It's zinc. <laughs> You're deficient in zinc. You know, and here are some other body signs of low zinc. Maybe you are the person that catches every virus that comes along, especially in the winter, in the winter? time. Yes. Well, and that one I think we would maybe connect there because we often think of taking zinc during the cold season. Mm-hmm. But maybe you have acne. Mm-hmm. Think of all the teenagers that have acne. And why would they be low on zinc? Well, they're low in zinc because of the foods that they eat or drink, okay. more importantly. Specifically things such as soda, juice, Gatorade or Powerade, those monster energy drinks. Okay, those- and that depletes your zinc. That does deplete your zinc because of all the sugar. Okay. Sugar depletes our zinc, and acne uses up a lot of zinc. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we know that teenagers tend to drink, you know, about three cans of pop a day. They sure do. And they have a lot of acne these yeah. days. Yeah. So here's another, here's another sign that you might, do you have white spots on your nails? So everybody just kind of hold up your hands and look at your nails. Do you have little white spots on them? That might be a a zinc. Yeah. A zinc deficiency. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you have thyroid problems. A lot of people have thyroid problems. Mm-hmm. 
Or maybe you have an enlarged prostate. Now, that's only men. (laughs) Yes, that's true. (laughs) And, you know, all these relate back to a zinc deficiency. Now, there might be other problems, but that's one of the main minerals for the thyroid and for the prostate. Mm -hmm. As well as the appetite center of our brain. Yes. Now, Dar, if we're not going to necessarily think about a supplement first, what Mm -hmm. foods are going to be high in zinc? You know, it may surprise you. It is meat and fish, especially if you can eat grass-fed meat. It's higher in wild-caught fish. So wild-caught salmon would be great. You know, grass-fed beef, hamburger, uh, chicken, any of Mm -hmm. those things. High in zinc. When they're out eating what they're supposed to. And actually about 73% of the population is deficient in zinc. So it's no wonder that desserts are big business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and... If you have body signs of a zinc deficiency, we would usually recommend taking about 30 to 50 milligrams of zinc at bedtime. So here's another body sign that may tell you what mineral you're deficient in. I don't know if everybody's got, I think everybody understands if they're deficient in zinc. I think so. Okay. Here's one that I bet a lot of people don't know, though. Probably not. This one's a little different. Do you chew, chew ice every time you can? And I know I, I had a roommate in college that did this. What do you think you're low on? Well, we want to give you some more clues to this one. Are you fatigued? Are you always tired? Or maybe you have a really, really, really pale complexion. You know, kind of, you've seen people like that. Right. Or do you have a painful tongue and you didn't burn it on coffee or soup? <laughs> All right. Or if now again, look at your nails. You have a spoon shaped nail. You know, that's kind of the, it, it kind of dips. It dips down and then comes back up. Well, when we come back from break, we'll give you the answer because you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. And we have a very special event planned for September 22nd. We are having an open house at our Wyzetta location from 11 to 3. We invite you to come meet the nutritionists, our teachers, and the rest of our staff. We have many giveaways, including shopping bags, shaker bottles, which I'm super excited about, (laughs) recipes, and free classes for everyone who comes. Also on hand will be Greg Peterson to discuss supplements to reduce pain and inflammation, Cassie Wienis, registered dietitian, who's going to teach our how to live gluten-free the healthy way, and Dar is going to be on hand to answer all your menopause questions. Plus, we're going to have 10 additional educational tables, so please come by and enjoy it. Give us your, or if you've got questions today, call us at 651-641-1071. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, we have another September special event, but this time it's on the east side of St. Paul at the Prom Center in Oakdale. I will be speaking from 11 to 12 at the Mudri Wellness Symposium on Saturday, September 28th. And uh, Mudri Compounding Pharmacy is sponsoring an education day on September 28th. And I will present the Food Mood Connection between 11 and 12. Dan Mudri will present Balancing Hormones for Wellness from 9.30 to 10.30. And then a nice, healthy, gluten-free lunch will be served from 12 to 1. And we picked the menu, so we know it's healthy. 
So the cost for both the classes and the lunch is only $20. That's a steal. It is. The lunch is more expensive than that. Oh. <laughs> so nice fall outing for you and your friends. Um, you know, if you want to sign up or get more information about it, here's a number. Mm-hmm. 651-645-9715. And maybe I should give that again? I would give that again because that's not our number. That's actually, they're calling Mudri. Yes. 651-645-9715. And it's, I think it's going to be a fun day. I, it sounds like it's going to be a fun day. Yep. And now you'd lunch. Mentioned, and lunch. <laughs> and Dara, I already know what I'm having for lunch today. Oh, yes. Okay. Well, tell us. Well, last night I made a delicious stir fry and I contemplated eating it for breakfast, but then I decided, no, I'll just stick with my eggs. <laughs> Okay. But so I made this wonderful stir fry and I had marinated some free range chicken thighs Mm -hmm. in a gluten free Szechuan sauce that I just picked up at one of the co-ops around town. And I cut all my chicken up in the morning, marinated it in that. When I came home later last night after work, I just threw the chicken in my nice big wok or you could use a big skillet, use Mm -hmm. some coconut oil in there. And then I also threw in some cut up broccoli and a sweet potato that I cut up into tiny little chunks. Good idea. Yes. And then I, oh, what else? Oh, I had an onion in there. Okay. Part of an onion. And I just stir fried that all around. And then the sauce that I made, I took a little extra of that Szechuan sauce and I actually mixed in a couple tablespoons of almond butter. Oh, good idea. Because so many people are sensitive to peanuts. Exactly. And so I mixed that around in there, threw in a little extra garlic, uh, some more extra grated ginger, because I just, I like those strong flavors and... Oh, my gosh. I just kind of made it up on the fly, but it was so good. So are you inviting all the listeners over to your house for lunch? Well, we'll run out (laughs) if they try and come over. But I have a whole bunch of apples that they could take from our apple tree. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But No, we don't have enough leftovers, but I know what I'm having for for lunch. All right. So So should we take a caller? I think we should. We've got a couple good ones here. Okay. Good morning, Terry. You're on Dishing Up Nutrition. Do you have a question for us? Um, I'm tired a lot. I mean, just mm-hmm. significantly. And I'm wondering if I'm deficient in something. I also seem to have problems with um, dairy. Not that I feel icky, but it, I think it's, I kind of associate it with um, my tiredness. Well, what do you typically eat for breakfast? I'm not a very good breakfast eater. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. I mean, do you skip breakfast or do you eat Well, funky um, cereal? Cereal. Okay. Uh, sometimes a peanut butter toast. Okay. That's probably why you're tired. Okay. You know, I think you, you because we need protein to get our bodies moving and to to function better, yeah. to not be so fatigued. And also okay. because protein gives you that energy, but it also pl- supplies you with so many of the minerals that we're talking about today. So, okay. you know, I think, Terry, you e- either take one of our classes or come in for a consultation because, you know, we hear this air, air day in and day out. People come either to one of our classes or to a, a consultation, and in two weeks after they've been eating the weight and wellness way, they feel so much better. Okay. It's just like magic. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's hard to believe that just food makes that much difference, but it does. Okay. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. <laughs> thank so, you. all right. Thank you for calling. Thank you, Miss Terry. All right. We've got another question here. Okay. Good morning, Miss Carrie. You have a question? 
Good morning. Hello. Hello. Yeah, I got a question. Um, I have peripheral neuropathy, and I was just, I don't know if it's quite similar to MS, but as far as the heavy legs and stuff, and somebody was saying as far as vitamin D, um, is there a truth as far as when they test that as if, does your body absorb it enough to, to really give a true test? Well, I mean, what have you had your vitamin D level checked? No, they just, I, when I go for my yearly, she just does the basic, and all my other numbers are really good, so. Well, no, that's totally different. You have to have the, your vitamin D level, because that could have a lot to do with your neuropathy. Yes. So they'd because I just asked her as far as taking vitamins, she goes, well, D and um, calcium would be the only two she'd recommend. Well, then, but she didn't say you needed 1,000 or 5,000 or 10,000 IUs of D. So what you need to do is go in and have it tested. And then, you know, bring it in. I mean, even if you just come into one of our offices with that level, um, you know, we're so used to looking at that that we would know, you know, if your level is, say, 17, you need a lot of vitamin D. Uh And you could start feeling better. You know, in within a week or two. Okay. And so... But you have to get it tested yeah. to know how much you need. Yeah, because you, you probably need a lot with your symptoms. But that's a great question because you just have to keep asking your medical doctor to test vitamin D. To do a regular... Okay, it, but and the, the, kind of the other part is, is it true that your body doesn't store it well? well so would, is the test accurate? Yes, it's very accurate. Okay. It's very accurate. Right. Yeah. It just tells you if you if you're deficient or if you've got sufficient. And it needs to be fifty to seventy. Kind of okay. in that range, fifty to eighty. Okay. You know, otherwise you're deficient. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot. Have a good day. All right. You're Thank welcome. You. Thank you. Oh gosh, that's an interesting question. Sure. Yeah. So let's go back to our we were talking about being low on In minerals. Minerals. Especially one that makes you chew ice. And we would call this pica when mm-hmm. people crave non-actual food substances. So so people, you know, some of the symptoms are, are like chewing, you know, the chewing ice. ice, fatigue, you get a sore tongue. You're very pale. You get, and I don't know if we talked about this one. I bet we didn't. What? Kind of restless legs. Is right. another sign of this deficiency. Now, what mineral are you missing? Could it be? So we've got this. We have the ice chewing, fatigue, sore tongue, and restless legs. Could be a sign of a In, iron deficiency. Ooh. And actually, I have a client who, because of some surgery in the past, her iron level drops, 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 mm-hmm. and so she has to go in for iron infusions. Wow. And guess what? Whenever she can't, her legs get so restless in the middle of the night mm-hmm. that she can hardly stay in bed because they're all over the bed. Then she knows she has to go back in for an iron Hard. infusion. And then they calm down and her migraine headaches go away and all the things that she experiences because, you know, mm-hmm. of an iron deficiency. So she also experiences migraines. Yes, she does. Wow. That's an I. That's another one of her symptoms of iron deficiency. Interesting. Now, if you have these body signs, you might need to ask your doctor to test your ferritin level. Now, doctors will often test, say, your hemoglobin, Mm -hmm. but to really get an accurate measure of your iron stores, 
the form that your body is actually storing that iron, you need to ask for a ferritin level and you will feel your best when your level is between 50 to 70. So foods, let's talk about foods high in iron. Because we start with food. And it's always meat, Mm -hmm. especially liver. And you know, I grew up on a farm and for some reason my mother, because we all liked it because she knew how to cook liver, she would make liver once a week, you know, liver and onions. Yeah. And we all loved it. But of course, it was from grass-fed beef, beef, organic, yep. no chemicals on it. And if you're going to eat liver, that's the way you want to get it. Yes. And it might take a little getting used to. Yes. Yeah. Or there's a lot of people that do love it. Sure. Especially if it's prepared correctly. You know, here's another story. Barb Bredesen, one mm-hmm. of our nutrition educators, she actually makes liver for her mother, who's way into her 90s. Oh, wow. Living independently. Good for her. And she, Barb, tries to make liver for her mama at least once a week or once every two weeks. What a good daughter. That is a good daughter. <laughs> and that's amazing that she's 90 and living on her own. Yes. I bet she's been eating well. She, well, or she has been. <laughs> of course. Now, are you, so are you ready for some other body signs? Now, craving salt. I'm not talking about craving chips or necessarily pretzels because a chip or a pretzel craving is actually a sugar craving. Mm-hmm. Those carbohydrates. So we're talking about real salt cravings. You know, you, you even salt your tomatoes. Maybe you salt your watermelon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or you salt everything before you taste it. Yeah. So you might be deficient in potassium. Potassium. So we're going to come back and do a few more signs about what it sound, feels like to be low in potassium. Yes, but we got to go to our last break here, and you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. A couple of classes I want to mention. Monday, September 9th, Jumpstart Your Metabolism will be taught in St. Paul. It's a two-hour class, and you will learn why a calorie is not a calorie. Also, on September 5th, we will be teaching Going Gluten-Free the Healthy Way from 5 to 7 at the Mississippi Market. But if you don't have time to take this class in person, we also offer Going Gluten-Free the Healthy Way online. All you have to do is go to weightandwellness.com to sign up or give our office a call at 651-699-3438. Allow me to blow your mind. Ready? Fat doesn't make you fat. You okay? Still listening? All right, I got another one. Sugar substitutes actually cause you to gain weight. Whoa, is it opposite day? Nope, just dropping a little science on you. The kind you'll learn at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. The kind that will teach you how to eat real food that gets you to your real weight and makes you feel real good. For good. Because the point system doesn't add up. The starvation diet is mean. And you can count on calorie counting to let you down every single time. Learn to eat the way people did when obesity was an exception, not an epidemic. And learn how much delicious, real, vital food you can eat. That's the part that will really blow your mind and eventually your butt right off your backside. To sign up for Nutrition for Weight Loss, call Nutritional Weight and Wellness at 651-699-3438 or visit weightandwellness.com. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, one of my favorite sayings is, to know is to do, not to do is not to know. If you didn't know how, that, that if you didn't know that low magnesium can cause chocolate cravings, 
How could you not crave chocolate if you're deficient in magnesium? Or how could you stop chewing ice and having restless legs if you did not know that that was a sign of low iron? You know, if you continue to be low in iron, you would display body signs of low iron like chewing ice and restless legs. If you did not know that a low level of zinc could cause you to crave sugar after a meal, then you would continue to crave a sweet and possibly set yourself up for other health problems because you'd still be low in zinc. You know, I really believe to know is to do. So here is a comment from a weight and wellness class member. I had a swollen knee for the past several years, and I had a knee replacement, and the swelling continued for another four months. Now, after eating the weight and wellness way, my swelling is gone. No other changes except following the weight and wellness way of eating. She knew and she did, really. So the weight and wellness classes start the week of September 16th at all the locations. So you can call 651-699-3438 and you can, you know, ask all the questions you want about the classes and we'd be happy to answer any of those. Exactly. And you, we kind of started that off there, Daria, and you were talking about some of that magnesium again. And we had a caller over the break who had a question about the different types of magnesium. Okay. Because we're always talking about magnesium glycinate, of course. Well, you know, if you walk into your drugstore, you'll probably pick up a bottle of magnesium and it'll be magnesium oxide. And that's just not a good form of magnesium. It does not get absorbed at no. all. Very cheap. Yep. Not work. It doesn't help. No. And we might see magnesium citrate sometimes. Mm-hmm. And we do recommend that for some of our clients because it helps pull water into the intestinal tract and helps relieve constipation. So if people are having constipation, magnesium citrate is a good choice. Yes. But for people that are not and they want to get up to five, 600 milligrams of magnesium, they might end up with a little diarrhea. Yeah. So magnesium glycinate is usually your best bet. Yes. And before we went to break, we had been talking about salt cravings and how a salt craving is often actually someone who are a sign of being low in potassium. And some other signs of low potassium are fatigue. Maybe your legs are just too weak and tired to help carry you up the stairs. And that's, or here's another one that I bet people have no idea. You cry easily. Mm. Big tears just roll down your cheeks for no real emotional reason. You just can't stop crying. Oh, no. I've seen it in the office. Oh, dear. Now, other body signs of low potassium, you feel dizzy getting out of bed and your blood pressure is low. You may have an irregular heartbeat. There's that heart muscle again. Yes. So you might ask, who becomes deficient in magnesium? Well, people with ongoing diarrhea. And you really may be surprised how many people suffer from ongoing diarrhea. You know, we help lots and lots of people overcome diarrhea. I mean, every week. I mean, we see this over and over. But before they do... They might be deficient in magnesium or in potassium. And in this hot summer weather, anyone working or exercising outside and sweating a lot, say football players, are going to be low in potassium. So has that ever happened to you? Because you're a runner. I am. Yes. And especially when I was in Georgia and it would be 90 degrees at seven in the morning. Yes. And I would go out for even just a 30 minute run. I would come back and I would crave pickles and fruit. 
Okay, so perfect because... Because fruits are high in potassium. Yes. So, you know, if we think about a banana has about, and people kind of know this, mm-hmm. they have, it has about 400 milligrams of potassium. Okay. But a cup of honeydew... Yum. 900 milligrams of potassium. And a cup of cantaloupe, about 600. Yep. And a medium potato, 800 milligrams of... A lot of potassium. potassium. Now, here's another body sign. Now, it is not a craving... But so many people today have this problem. We see a lot of clients with low thyroid function. So if you have low thyroid function, you might be gaining weight, you might frequently feel tired and fatigued, depressed. Maybe you're losing your hair or you have thinning eyebrows. So can we stop for just a minute, Brenna? I think, I think we so. have another caller. Can yes. we take that? Because we want to come back to the thyroid. Good morning, Miss Jenny. You have a question? Uh, yes, I do. I have a question for my husband, actually. Um, he's 35. Um, he's uh, been diagnosed with high blood pressure, and he's been on high blood pressure medicine. And he's lost about 12 pounds, and so he's he's about 5'11", and a pretty muscular 180 pounds. So I don't really feel like he's overweight anymore, but um, his blood pressure does not go down no matter what. Mm-hmm. I just was wondering if you had any suggestions for that. Well, I think that there's many, you know, he, because of his age, um, I think you really have to look at a lot of things. He might be re- just low on magnesium because magnesium helps to relax the blood vessels. Okay. And so that might be a possible solution. Maybe he's eating too much sugar because that increases the blood pressure. So there's a lot of dietary factors. You know, maybe he has a food sensitivity. So that I don't know when. Surprised of, yeah. So when we and maybe he drinks pop. I mean, you know, it's like all those different things that can affect the blood pressure. Sure. Um, you know, and, you know, maybe he just has a genetic tendency to high blood pressure, but there's other things that you can do um, nutritionally to even control some of these genetic factors. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I'd say I have him come in for a consultation because okay. this is not going to go away. Right. It's going to continue to get worse if he doesn't figure out what's going on and how to adjust that. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would say. Okay. But that's a All great right. question. Thank you that for calling. That was a calling. good question, yes. Mm-hmm. So we're going we're gonna to talk, okay, we're talking about the thyroid. The thyroid, a little yes. Bit. And what, you know, what mineral might you be deficient in if you are having some thyroid issues? Well, certainly zinc. You know, and zinc not only supports the thyroid function, but it also supports that prostate health. And we, I would think we kind of talked about that earlier. We did, and you might also be deficient in iodine. If you have a small goiter or small growths on your thyroid, you might be low in iodine. And here in Minnesota, we live in what's known as the goiter belt because so many people in the Midwest don't eat enough seafood to maintain adequate levels of iodine. So back in the 20s or 30s, 1920s, 1930s, I believe, they started adding iodine to salt to help people maintain adequate levels. You know, the thyroid hormone called thyroxin is 64% iodine. So this important trace mineral is lacking often in the gland. And when it does, the gland might swell up a little bit because it's overworking to try to produce thyroxin, which we often see on our, our blood test is called T4. Yeah. So, you know, just kind of recap. We need... We need iodine. Iodine. We do. And they used to put it in, and they still do. Right. You'll see iodized salt a mm-hmm. lot. 
But, you know, what's happening is a lot of people aren't using salt, are not using salt because or, they're, they've been told they shouldn't. Exactly. Or the other thing is if people have been eating a lot of processed foods, the salt that you find in processed foods is not iodized. Exactly. It's not at all. None at all. So no. we are very low in iodine. And if you have a faulty thyroid gland, you may experience higher cholesterol numbers because it interferes with how effectively your liver breaks down and excretes cholesterol in the bile. So again, higher cholesterol might just be a thyroid indication of a thyroid issue. So your thyroid is a very insp- very imp- important gland that really it needs good protein to function properly. It needs adequate zinc to function properly. It needs sufficient iodine to produce T4. And it needs about 200 uh, micrograms of selenium to help convert T4 over to T3 because that's what a well-functioning thyroid needs. Yes, and that T3 is that active form of the thyroid hormone. And actually, you know your thyroid, we call it a kind of a mineral hog. It just eats them up. Yep. We need a lot of minerals to support our thyroid. And so many people these days are struggling with thyroid issues. It's very common. I can't tell you how many clients we see in the office with hypothyroid, that low thyroid function. So, Brenna, thanks for being on. Thanks for having me, Dar. And thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great weekend. I love you. All is great. Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.